Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to the Don't Judge Me podcast. Uh, you're here with Sir Nigel, House of Waves, uh, the Dark Gray Triad. Always going left because I ain't right. Also with me is Jadon Negro, who is also Jadon Negro everywhere. I don't know why I said also. Why did I, I say I think I said it probably too many times. It just threw me off. Anyway, I'm Jadon Negro <laughs> everywhere on the internet. So if you look for Jadon Negro, you're going to find me. First and foremost, thank you for listening to the Don't Judge Me podcast. We appreciate you taking the time out to join us in judgment. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, SoundCloud, and a myriad of other podcatchers out there. So do us a favor and leave a comment, write a review, and rate us five stars and five stars only because that's all we will ever accept. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us by email, you can do so at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 410-834-1562. And I promise you, we will incorporate whatever you said or wrote to us in an upcoming episode. And we're going to shout you out specifically. And before we get started with the shenanigans of the show, Nigel, I have to ask you, who you got judgment for today? Oh, I got a couple of judgments. High-waisted, well, a different type of high-waisted. I hate when women wear those belts that are underneath their titties. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mirage. It's, I feel bamboozled and swindled. So you got the, the waist going up on IG, and you got the waist going down in real life because no one, everyone knows you hiding a gut. And that's fine. I believe in some curves. Okay. You could be a dummy thick girl. That's cool with me. Dummy thick. Dummy thick. Dummy thick. Smell that? That's a snack. Somebody mm. stop. Look, <laughs> it's okay. I get it. But you ain't fooling nobody. That that belt's on your stomach. <laughs> like it ain't like it's another part of your body. You ain't you ain't special. You ain't an insect. You don't have like a a mid mid attached part. Got it. I'm judging y'all. Let the belt loose. I think you could actually judge them. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a fashion faux pas, but whatever. Um, I have judgment for people who say, how's it going? You know, living the dream. (laughs) Because I know that dream means you just want to die uh, because your life has failed somewhere. So I judge you for not being honest. When someone asks you how you're doing, Tell them the truth. You'd rather jump down the elevator shaft instead of riding it up. You know, it's actually funny because sometimes when people are like, so how's your day? <laughs> Living the best day. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. insert cliche uh, jump where it's really like, I want to go home. <laughs> Quick story. When I was younger, I worked at Foot Locker and the uh, GM, the general manager, or maybe it was a regional manager, came in. A guy named Marcus. Uh, I was in my 20s. Marcus was in his 50s, right? Back then... In any retail experience, whenever a manager's manager's manager shows up, you're all like, ooh, the big guy's here. I work part-time. I ain't give a fuck. Um, guy came in, Marcus, he was familiar with me. He was like, uh, you know, Jay, how's it going? And I said, you know, um, I'm not having the best of days. Good, good. That's great, man. Glad <laughs> to see you here. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I looked at him. I looked at him and my manager like stopped me and was just like, just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, because he didn't care. He didn't care one bit. Later on in life, I understood why he didn't care one bit. 
because he was living the dream. Yeah, because he was doing. He was he was great. So you could have said, "I plan to murder everyone in the store," and he would have been like, "Cool, fantastic. man, fantastic. Do the best you can." You know, I got the buy one get one promo. Promote that, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get the extra long tees. I'm yeah. judging. That was back in the day. No, I used to love them jumps. You know, I'm a, I'm a bigger gentleman. So, you know, the extra long tees actually came Big down fella. to like... Big fella. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> actually came at a reasonable distance. Also, when Fabulous started wearing the big hats... Oh, yeah? I could wear them normally. I wore like an eight, eight and a quarter. That's like no hair. As y'all can see... If you can see. Shit. Okay? This is a lot of noggin, which my mom said means I have more brains. It's facts. Wikipedia. But you know what I have a problem with? And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not even gonna let you judge me. Um... I got a problem with Bama's who overly cites their resume. Okay. Explain. Okay. I seen this meme and I thought this was, so guess what this job is? Single-handedly manage the successful upgrade and deployment of new environmental illumination system with zero cost overruns and zero safety incidences. You changed light bulbs. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) But then Pete this, I was working at Best Buy once, right? And this gentleman, he was also working part-time. He was like, yeah, man, this job, it's a lot. And especially since with my full-time job, I prevent terrorism. I was like, damn. Now, mind you, I come from a criminal justice background. I'm thinking, yo, this man works for DOD, DOJ, a D something, right? What do you do? I'm a TSA at BWI. Listen, he does prevent he had to get a security clearance to get that job, sir. If he wasn't a contractor, and it doesn't sir. mean that he actually got the clearance, he might just be at the part before it gets to the, the real part that he leads Bobby. with. That yes, he might prevent terrorism and off chances if he finds a fucking bomb in someone's shoe, right? But the fact that you're like, I'm tired for my full time job because I prevent terrorism every day. Who gassed your head up? His manager. They have, you know, that's the pep talks in the morning, yeah, like, the, like the, 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 the stand up, up. the stand up. Yeah, <laughs> all right, guys, all right, all right, all right. Terrorism, T-S-A. no, T-S-A. remember that, you know that rapper? Terrorism, we squash that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bars, yeah. bombs, we get rid of them. <laughs> bars, <laughs> check me on SoundCloud, y'all. That was a that was a free freestyle for y'all. But look. I'm judging Bama's who oversized the resume. That's a good one. I, I think they, they deserve all the judgment we can give them. Um, I, don't, I don't have anyone else that comes to mind off the top of my back. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I judge people who drive Chrysler 200s, like myself. Uh, okay. <laughs> just so close to giving up. Just so close. That, that's all. It's a, it just hurts. This is a personal. It's a personal thing. Okay. I just. I just all I, right. I hate my life every time I get in my car. I would hug you, but we're don't not do, gonna that. do that. Yeah, yeah we're not gonna me. do that. Ain't gotta touch me. But I do have one more judge. Okay. Okay. Bamas who pit criteria on fee of females or males, mm-hmm. but don't necessarily reflect it themselves. Here's an example. I need me a female, hundred pounds, six pack, got a job. You know what I'm saying? Making money, can sing, cook, clean, uh, re- resurface my roof, own seven cars, no kids, credit immaculate. Where I'm over here, overweight, <laughs> jobless, living mm-hmm. with my mama. Um, you know, whatever, can't cook, 
burn ramen noodles. Sleep, uh, sleep with a CPAP machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that. Or even vice versa. I seen it because I seen a meme where it was like, yeah, I need a, I need a man. No, if a man's less than six feet tall, he's considered a child. <laughs> and then the response was, well, I guess women over 200 are considered elephants. And I loved it. I was laughing. <laughs> but you know, saying the judgment, you can't make requirements unless you got your shit together. So, what, what do I want to say? Um, I don't know. Judgment in that regard, like this, this is what everybody needs to admit. We're all we're all prejudiced. Yeah, we're all prejudiced. We 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 all prejudge. Preference is a form of prejudice. Prejudices, plurals, you know, multiples. But um, yeah, that's funny. Oh man. That's super funny. So, I don't meet the line. I'm below the line, but I need you above the line. Yeah. That's shooting for the stars, man. Yeah. He would also line his resume. I'm certain of it. Yeah. But by shooting for the stars, that means she's going to be out of this world. Indeed. Yeah. You make some of the corniest. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Orville. No. Rockenbucker? No. Whatever his name is. (laughs) No, we're not doing. I didn't do it right at all. Redenbach. No, that's a rockabaka. 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 Actually, that might be added to the name, guys. Rockabaka. You do that. Okay. I'm still gonna be jig on that girl. That's fine. House of Ways. Rockabaka. That makes me uncomfortable. Long as I look you in the eye when I do it. No, 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 no. Wear some sunglasses or something. You gotta, you gotta look at the head's too big, bro. <laughs> so my head's not quite as big as yours, but I also can't wear sunglasses because oh. they just sit in the center of my face. Yo, man, if I try to put sunglasses on, I literally stab my eye. Like the the two the, the you know the, the ear thingies, straight my eyeballs, yo. Like I'm stretching them things. I was telling someone the story of how back in the day when fitteds were you know on popping, mm-hmm. I started off with a um. Seven and a half, seven and four, seven and three inch actually. Yep. And then one day it just kept growing. Like my hat size was just getting bigger and bigger. And I was like, I don't know. I won't buy a fitted because I'm not sure if it's an eight or not. And if it's an eight, I can't do that to myself. See, I have the same problem. I'm an eight with no hair, eight and a quarter with no hair. With hair, I'm like eight and a half, pushing nine actually at this point. Yeah, I can't. I can't even wear trucker hats. Like I got literally like unclasped it. Like I'm, I'm just eight just days given. Yeah, and even then, it's still not really fitting. It back. It's just, it's just kind of you know, it's it, it's like a top hat. Like it's just kind of <laughs> it's there, right? And you know those uh, you know those like the hats with the propeller on it. Yes. Yeah, like that's how it's. I sick. had that as a kid. <laughs> I had one of those joints that I would spin. The, yeah, yeah. I was like sixth grade. Fifth, sixth grade, yeah, I have one of those. Well, that, that's me at thirty something with uh, with a uh, with a new era uh, spinny cap. I want one of those now. I'm sure we can find it on Amazon. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sells everything. Yeah, it does. Like everything. Cat wine, cat cat wine, cat wine, mm-hmm. wine cat, mm-hmm. cat wine. Okay. Last mm-hmm. week's episode yep. we were talking about. Yep, yep. A couple weeks ago we were talking about cat yep. wine. Anyway, that was the judgment for the day. We're not done yet. Got anything for us this morning? I mean, this morning. What the fuck is wrong with me? It's not morning, y'all. Nigel, please do something. <laughs> well, um, what I got for you? Actually, I don't really know if I have anything. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, well, I don't have anything I have, yet. I, I, have I, have I have a question for you. Um, how's your dating life, man? It's okay. Absent. Does that really mean it's okay? Yeah, because you know, a lot of times, me personally, is sometimes it's nice not to have to deal with anybody. All right. I like not apple picking on the weekend or picking, picnicking or doing stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's what you look forward to. That's, that's, that's great. I, I have, a, I have an interesting story about my dating life, uh, from a couple years ago. Okay. Um, so I was on the, uh, swipe apps, the tenders, the bumbles or whatever, and I was meeting women, uh, Kind of frequently or infrequently, um, depending on how active I wanted to be on that, because that's how this stuff works, right? Yeah. You set it up to use it the way you hopefully want to use it. Um, met some winners, some losers, and everything in between. And one young lady I met, she took the approach of the dating light, the dating app, into real life. And what I mean is, when you start having that conversation with that person, they pretty much run off a list of questions. That's it's almost like a um, checklist. Yeah. You know, kids, favorite color, favorite food, what do you like to do, whatever. whatever. So they at least like flow or was it aggressive? On the dating, on the dating app though, like when you're having the text conversation, it just comes off as robotic as it is. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. A checklist. What this young lady did was brought that to the real world. Mm, So I can't remember like the date time and range between the first conversation to us actually meeting in person. But it was really quick, really short. It might have been the same day. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But we met at a restaurant. Um, it was kind of loud in there because it was one of those hood spots. And they had a DJ playing. And I <laughs> knew the DJ. Yeah. He was playing there that night. Um, so we went out and sat in the car and talked. It was a nice day. Nice. And she just went through the list of questions. And one of the stranger questions she asked me is, how does it make you feel? Strange question number one. Um what do you think about black women? And this was a black woman I was talking to. And my response was, y'all cool. Um, I feel like that's the only response you can give. I couldn't figure out what the question was about. And the the other strange question she asked me was, um, how does it make you feel to raise two boys? Believe it or not, my answer was, it's cool. Because I didn't know where this was going. Um, This woman asked me, no lie, uh, it was it was like concentrated speed dating, except it wasn't quick. It was like 30 minutes of just question after question. It was not a conversation. It was just I was being interviewed and she was probably, you know, doing a polygraph on me that I didn't know. Like it was it was it was, <laughs> it, was it was reading your uh, yeah, blood could, through the seat or something. The, yeah, the, the sweat yeah. beads on my yeah. forehead. Like it was it was intention. It was weird. And I just stopped after, you know, we said our goodbyes and went our parting ways. And I just kind of was like, what the fuck? was that but apparently uh, I answered the questions correctly so she uh, continued to talk to me but it just it, it went nowhere but that was like the weirdest dating experience I've had for like online that I can recall I'm sure I've had plenty of others like I've done dumb shit like caught three buses and trekked across like that was real horrible parts of town yeah and to not get the ass and I'd have to do it on the way back. Yeah, I was like 19. Oh, okay. Had to do it again on the way out. Um, I, I don't want to brag or anything, but back in the Black Planet days when I still had abs, like it was a different, it was a different game. No, I can believe on it. On the internet. Um, but you, you yourself, you said you, you don't have much, uh, or, or oh, not right that, now, not going on right now, yeah. but I have had my share of 
random and recklessness. Uh, and I always seem to find the crazy ones. And I love me a crazy one. Um, they're exciting. Keep me on my toes. Uh, I've had uh, individuals arrested. <laughs> Not because of me, but because of uh, them fighting a previous boyfriend. Um, I've also had uh, motherfuckers wake me up and ask me questions. And I didn't know the answer. And they were mad at me. I've also had... Was it uh, because of a dream? Like they had a dream that you were doing something? Yeah. And then I was supposed to answer the question, but I didn't have the answer. Okay. I've also messed with individuals who were actually committed. And they found a boyfriend in there. And then that made me judge myself at that point because... Oh, you mean committed to a facility? Yeah. Oh, you do? That's a... That's... Yeah, like legit crazy. Yeah. And, And then, like I said, she found a boyfriend in there. So that made me question, well, maybe I'm the crazy one. I might be. Mm. I mean, I'm not right. Right? I'm left? Wait, I'm always going left, so I ain't right. You ain't right. Oh, shit. It's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. <laughs> but yeah, man, I've had, I've had some serious shit. Wow. So crazy, though, in real life. Yeah, like legit crazy. That is. Was she cute? Yeah, she was cute. To be crazy. Was she cute to be crazy or was she cute? Well, both. I mean, I mean I, if that makes sense. I mean, like, she was, she was cute. She was bad. We put up for a lot. We put up with some bullshit if she bad. Yeah. We and I up. mean, and I'm not going to lie. I stayed with her longer than what it was needed after I found that out. It was definitely like, oh, I need to find my exit strategy. But I ain't just gold turkey that jump. Like, so I, pretty. I, I, I stayed around. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've had a couple people with some weird scenarios, man. I've been invited to, I broke up with somebody. Well, they, we broke up. And then, like. Two weeks later, I got invited to their wedding. <laughs> Did you go? No. I wasn't going to spend the money. That's a good reason not to. That's a really good reason. I mean, I would have went if it was like free. But, you know, you got to get an outfit. You can't You can't be showing up busted. You can't do no. And you got to go uh, uh, Harold Panair. You got you to gotta start. Gordon Gartrell. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to get the, 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 the business suit with the shorts and the leather sandals. And socks. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I'll bring that up because we've been uh, given a task. We've awesome. been given a task to keep someone from away from situations like we have been exposed to. Uh, this gentleman by the name of Xavier has asked us to help set him up a couple of online dating profiles. I'm all for it. In the hopes that cool brothers like us could help him land his main squeeze. So what I did earlier is I spoke to Xavier and I recorded that information. And I'm going to play back some of that conversation. And you all just uh, sit tight and get to know Xavier a little bit. So the premise of this is to understand who you are. So we at the Don't Judge Me podcast can help you develop dating profiles and hopefully put your best foot forward. Um, So tell me something generic about yourself, Xavier? I'm a big reader. What kind of books are you into reading? Historical nonfiction. Absolutely love the stuff. I just uh, break down an event by an author who's very knowledgeable and, and using sources is, uh, it's a joy to read for me. So, just going to plug Stephen Kinzer's All the Shaw's Men at this moment. So as a big reader, um, is it important that someone you're interested in pursuing be a big reader as well? I'd say no. I don't necessarily need to share an academic 
focus with someone I'm interested in. I've dated people who are big readers and people who aren't necessarily as academically inclined as me. And for me, that sort of overlap isn't necessary. I don't necessarily seek someone who's of the same mental perception as me. Okay. Um, so that was something generic. Now, now give me something specific and quite, I don't want to say nerdy because it doesn't necessarily have to be nerdy, but something that is quirky. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for, quirky about you. I am very into wordplay. And whoever I date really does need to be able to play along, you know, jests, trade barbs, sort of. I need, I want someone who can, can, can punch with me. I, you know, the weird way to say it is I like strong women. And Physic- physically strong? Or? Not necessarily physically strong and not necessarily domineering, but I don't really prefer people who are easy to push around if that makes sense that makes sense right so i need someone who can trade barbs with me like that tell me a interesting story from your childhood all right when i was uh, about 12 13 i was in a mixed household now my mother had remarried uh, and I was a, a teenager, a growing boy. It just it turns out out instead of up, which was frustrating. But I was always in the kitchen eating, as were all the others. And my stepfather, he would always come in and I would always have be at the refrigerator seeking sustenance to, to continue to survive. And, you know, he, he chide about it, as, as fathers are one to do. And he's like, every time I turn around, every time I turn around... You're at the fridge getting something to eat. So I just kind of glanced at him, looked him dead in his eyes, and said, Let's stop turning around. That, that was a good one. And because I was the white child, I did not get a beating. He wanted to, though. Probably not. It was it was a really good, you know, like, ah, it's, it's a good bar. It, Got me. Yeah, Got me. I can't say anything, you know? Tell me something fascinating you've done as an adult. As an adult, I have worked overseas in Cape Verde. It's a small island off the coast of Africa. And I lived and worked in the embassy there. And I was responsible in part for testing satellite equipment. How would, how would you say you are in a social setting like a party or a mixer or a happy hour? Extraordinarily poor. I have difficulty with social interactions that don't necessarily have a goal involved or at least a goal that I can construct so like an interview a a workplace meeting those sorts of things I'm in my element because there's a more limited focus but in a general party where there's not necessarily something going on or we're not necessarily having an activity to structure it around I find it difficult to find the means to interact with people. And once I get going, I'm generally all right, but it's hard to get started in that in- that interaction, and I find it quite, a- quite exhausting at the end of it. Are you big on holidays, birthdays, celebrations? 
I I very much like celebrating people's birthdays. I've had quite a few not so great birthdays myself, and it's made me feel bad. So, you know, for personal celebrations like that, I really do want to make it something special for that person, or at least acknowledge it as special. And then on in my family. We maybe it's because my dad was a firefighter, and you know you respond to a certain type of calls on holidays when people are alone. I, I definitely like including people in the holidays. If someone doesn't have something to do for the holidays, they're you know I want them to be able to feel like they can come over, they can hang out, they can have that that interaction, and that's sort of how I got serious with my last girlfriend. She didn't have a place to go for Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, come on over. It's only been a week, but like, don't spend Thanksgiving by yourself. In a bottle or something. Come on over. Have some fun. So since you brought up your last girlfriend, um, would you consider that last relationship a successful relationship? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get stabbed. So, I mean, that's ended amicably. Uh, I would say we – she was an au pair. She had to move back to her country. The relationship had a timer and we hit the end of that timer and it wasn't time to get married. It wasn't that sort of serious relationship. And we had to part ways. It's sad. Everybody was sad. But I learned a lot. We had a lot of fun. We did stuff. I did new things. She did new things. So, yeah, I'd say all of my relationships have been successful. What would you do for yourself to, if you took yourself out on a date, what would you do? I, I think the traditional dinner in a movie is a good... Date for yourself? Date. Yeah. Take I will, yourself on a date. Yeah. I will go to the movies by myself if there's something I really want to see and no one else wants to. I am not, like, I could pirate the movie. I could do all that. I'm technically inclined. But, yeah, I'd take myself out to, to a movie, have, like, a nice meal, and then watch a movie and then head home. I, you know, like, generally it's lunch. I'll do it before work since I work a second right now. And you wake up, you drive down, you get... A movie, you know, you watch. I would think I watched Ant Man, and I was like, "All right, let me get something to eat." Went to a burger joint, not a burger joint. Went to work. I felt pretty good about myself. First date, would you do dinner in a movie, or lunch in a movie, or would you do something more exciting, no. like go kart racing, or I do something less exciting. Okay. I don't. I don't want to put us in a situation where we have to interact for more than two hours unless we choose to. So we'll do coffee, we'll do a quick bite to eat, but I'm not going to be like, let's, let's spend five hours together real quick driving go-karts when we haven't even talked in person. Yeah, if it's someone I know and we're transitioning into something serious or trying to, then maybe, yeah, let's go to the Renfrew, let's go to go-karts, let's, let's do something like that, let's go to a museum. But for a first date that's just sort of a cold open, I think you keep it light. And then if you want to do something else, you can bring it up at the end if it feels right. But I, I don't really think it's fair to anyone to be like, let's spend five hours with anyone you haven't met before. All right. What are th three traits, just some random number, three traits that you would look forward to in a potential mate? I'd say flexibility. I am a big proponent of communication in a relationship. People who aren't open to the idea of communication aren't people I can get along with. Definitely want someone who is...
kind. I, they don't have to be nice. I am not a nice person myself. But I won't mistreat people. And three, oh, it's, it's tough. It's tough to say. I think someone who's affectionate. I definitely like someone who is open about expressing how they feel. You know, I guess negative too, but generally positive stuff. I definitely like people who are physically affectionate. That's, I don't really buy into the love language thing, but that would be something that is important to me. Bigger deal breaker. Someone who's rude to the waiting staff or someone who's always on their phone throughout your day. Waiting staff. Just because someone's on their phone, that doesn't mean they're not engaging with me. We could we could still be engaging in, in different ways or over the course of it. I mean, being, you know, the waiting staff thing, I don't, I don't like it when people put waiting staff in bad positions or any, any service position. It, it's a pet peeve of mine. These people are going through their day and you, you shouldn't, you really shouldn't be the story where like, God, this day sucked because they talked to me and they treated me poorly. And nine times out of ten, the issue you have is not with what the waiting staff is doing. And that was Xavier, everybody. So give him a round of applause for playing with this baby. So was was there anything <laughs> was there anything you, you would take away from uh, what Xavier said about what he's looking for? You know, honestly, it's going to be a challenge. Um, but I am looking forward to get him hooked up with some strange or some jum jum. And get his kibbles and bits played with. You did say Jim Jam before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a challenge as well, um, especially when you use words like acad- academically inclined. Yeah, I don't even know that. I, even I was like, ugh. <laughs> Mental perception. Like, what? What are? What are we doing here? Like, this is this is uh, this is different. Um, so, like, we we got to figure out a way to make his his character shine. In in in. My first thought is X is going to give it to you. He's actually a huge DMX fan. So um, maybe we could incorporate DMX in there some way, somehow. I, I don't know. I don't know. And considering like he's he's into strong women, yeah, we we, we, we got to figure out a, nap, uh, a niche for him to go through. Um, so what's going to happen is basically we're going to manage his like, online dating personas and uh, teach him some tricks. Uh, to, to, to get him out there and to make himself more uh, visible, which kind of works against who he is because he said it himself. Like, yeah, he, doesn't he doesn't do well in social settings. So. Especially if don't have, like, a purpose, per se. Yeah, if he's not on a job interview because fucking dork. Um, he's not <laughs> He's not going to do well. Um, we're going to turn it around, though. We're going we're to make it happen for him. Yeah, so we can get him out there. Pretty much, audience. So... so what we'll be doing over the course and duration of the show is reporting back to you all about what uh, Xavier has going on and if he's gone out on any dates or if he's been successful at anything. Um, he's a great guy. Quirky. Would yeah, be a good word. definitely is. Um, he has a type, but I don't think he really alluded to that. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so just make sure you pay attention and periodically throughout the course of the season when something happens for Xavier, we'll let you know. So okay. be on the hunt for the dark triad and find and help us collaborate something for him. 
Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think of the Dark Triad when I was talking to him. Yo, um, it's there. It, yeah, he could. He we could, could find a Dark Triad. He, he did say he he's hoping that the next person he dates is the last person he dates. However, whatever comes from the next person he dates is you know is that that's okay too. So he might. Yeah, we're gonna try real hard to get him with the Dark Triad. Instead of like a hoe to a housewife, you could do triad to bay. <laughs> that was that was a hard sell. Triad to second date. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Jump jump. Whatever. I mean, as long as we get there, X is gonna give it to you. X as in Xavier. Xavier is gonna give it to you. Yes. I'm all for it. I'm looking <laughs> forward to this. Yeah, this 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 will this should be fun. And hopefully we actually can have some results for this because otherwise this would be foolish. But you know, we're gonna try people. We're in a highly populated area, lots of women. He's in the women. So we don't have to worry about men sliding in his DMs. No, not at all. <coughs> Sorry, I got this crazy cough, man. I don't know what's going on. Change of the seasons or something. Yeah. I can't call it. I can't call it. It is coughing season. I mean cuffing. <laughs> Speaking of cuffing season, um, do you think for you in the Fall winter months is when you've had the most luck in your in your dating life. When you're interested in dating, because you're not necessarily about that life. Uh, usually, yeah. Uh, I'm not really a big f- uh, fan of summer. Um, it's just hot. Some, something's fucking wrong with you. But go ahead. It's hot. I don't like. I don't like hot. I mean, it's a lot of hair. It's sweat. You know, it's just it's hot. I mean, I love sundresses. Don't get me wrong, but I like I like cold. So I'm usually more uh, receptive to go out and uh, get a, uh, get out there in the cold because I like hoodies. Uh, I like I like getting out there. My most of my wardrobe is surrounded around it. So you know, I get out there, and then my birthdays in the winter. You know, you got the holidays. You know what I'm saying? I like yams. <laughs> I judge. I'm talking about booty. <laughs> I'm talking about booty. I judge all you motherfuckers that love the fall and the winter and the cold because you can dress in layers and infinity scarves and a boot man. Suck a slow one. Like, that shit is disgusting, yo. The cold weather is evil. Why do you want the cold weather in your life? So I could be the big spoon. I could be the big spoon in the summer. I just got to move periodically because I'm going to stick. It's hot. It's hot. But you know what I can do in the heat? I can live life. If I go outside and it's 95 degrees, right? And the sun is 95. And the shade is 91. It gets cooler. If I go outside in the winter... And it's negative 50. In the shade, it's negative 54. It gets cooler. And that's not what I want. So let me just ask you, because I seen you earlier today, mm-hmm. and it was cold as shit. It was and you dipped on <laughs> Well, the reason I dipped, the reason I dipped, the reason I dipped was because I had to use the phone. Oh, okay. Because I mean, it was cold as shit. Even me, I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> Like, I was I like, oh, shit. And I don't deal with the cold. Well, I don't yeah, want that. Yeah. It was windy, but I needed to, to, to continue to make a phone call. So when I walked away, I had my hands over the mouthpiece so the wind wasn't blowing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, cause so it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was bad. It was like, even like, I was even while I was staying there, I was like, yo, it's, it's cold, man. Like, I, uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to dip. <laughs> I mean, I see you and all, but. Yeah, it's like, yo, this, I'm about to hit you with a deuce, the meme jump. But I love the cold. Man, something wrong with y'all, man. Something, y'all weren't raised right. You know what it was? When you, you grew up. You were raised left. When you grew up, your mother didn't add water to your condensed soup. She just gave you the straight up soup out of the Campbell's jar. It's thicker that way. It's full of salt that way, too. <laughs> I could not look at you and, and say that. That's, that's what, what I, the problem was. 
you didn't know that that was condensed soup your whole life, and that's why you're like the, the cold weather. It's like pudding. You got shit. <laughs> it's like pudding. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. This is going to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I didn't know. So that, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't too uncomfortable with that. Oh, that was funny. You sat me up. If you just did it. Yeah, I know. I know. But I, honestly, like, I, 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 I couldn't say it without giving the preemptive pause or no homo. You know, he's like, you're going to make, you going to be uncomfortable with this. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't right. Just yeah. like, it ain't right. That you enjoy the winter and the fall, but whatever, play it, do you, man? Do it's you. cool, man. I'm judging you. Absolutely judging Pumpkin you. spice and all that's nice. You know, pumpkin spice is actually the flavor of sweet potatoes. Bet I you didn't know that. See? No, I didn't know that. I just know too much shit. I'm just ruining your life. Know thy enemy? Is that what it is? Okay. All right. <laughs> you don't like it, so. <laughs> yeah, but that, it's actually sweet potatoes. That's the flavor of pumpkin spice. Well, that's actually tight. I actually might try it now. Because I hate pumpkin pie. I always thought that shit was dumb. Like, why would I eat pie. this pie? You touched a pumpkin before, right? Yeah, I've touched You carved pie. a pumpkin. You, you felt mm-hmm. the inside. Why would I eat something that feels like that? We're not going to have a sweet potato. No, Which is just like fabulous. No, sweet potato is like nature's crack. Okay, it is fabulous. It is phenomenal. I, I, I don't eat sweet potatoes otherwise, but if it's in a pie form, please. Yeah, no, it, it is phenomenal. I, Two, please. Pumpkin is just, it's weird. I mean, honestly, like you said, like after you're looking at it, it's like, and then, you ever seen a pumpkin that's like gone too long on the stoop? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it yeah, starts, yeah, yeah. It's like, ugh. It turns inside out. No, like, yeah. bruh. It you can't tell me that none of the pumpkins that get processed look like that? Like none of them? It, it, it puckers out like a hemorrhoid? Mm, like, yeah, yeah, that shit is, yeah, that's just gross. Weird. That's yeah. just gross. That's just nasty. That's just nasty. But, but you know what you could do in the winter? What can I do in the winter? Can Netflix and chill. I could do that with the air conditioning. I know, but I'm summer. trying to prove a point. All right, so look, for it. the other day, I was talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, do you know there's a Sharknado 6? And she was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't know what Sharknado is? Do you know what Sharknado is? I mean, yeah, it's a sci-fi channel. One of the movies. best goddamn movies ever. Okay, look, these Bamas be committed to their roles, okay? okay. Okay. I'm talking jumping in a shark with a chainsaw and then exiting the shark with no damage. <laughs> he had the chainsaw. Yes. He's protected. But you jump like you skydiving into the... Anyway. Oh, God. Like, look, the, the shark's flying around because as you can imagine by the name, Sharknado, it's a tornado. It's tornado. A tornado of sharks. So these motherfuckers are jumping off of helicopters straight into the mouth and then no problem. Okay. Greatest movie ever. With that being said, there's a sixth one. Mm-hmm. The last one. The last one. This motherfucker has time travel. Okay. Dinosaurs. Not sharks. Dinosaurs. And sharks. And are there any lasers in this one? The dinosaurs shoot fire. Close enough. I'm the British are coming. The British are coming. It's time travel. Okay. There's Indians. What kind? There's knights. Wait, wait a second. Native Americans. Native Americans. I apologize. Fucking racist. A little bit. Dog. All right. Go Unless there are Indians. <laughs> but then, time travel. Time travel. Native Americans. British are coming. Dinosaurs. Flamethrowers. Same cast, too. And our heroic team of Sharknado fighters. Yes. Question before, before we go any further. Is it their fault that wherever they are, it's a Sharknado? They just by the water. So, no. 
It just happens. This is a natural occurrence that happens all the time. And guess what? The name of the movie? It's about time to stop it. Well, it's about time is the name of the movie. But they're trying to stop Sharknadoes from happening because apparently it happens. It's a global phenomenon. At least six times. <laughs> at least six times over the past eight years we've had Sharknadoes. Yes. And these people still haven't stopped. I can't say I'm intrigued, but I guess I'm going to I want to show you this clip. It's a minute and 41 seconds. All right. Please watch this, Jeff. So I'm watching the ad first. Yeah, watching the ad because that's what we do. Okay. That was a dude from yes. uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey's you know, in this I'm talking about the, oh, the other dude, yeah. Al Roker. Al Roker's in this jump. A shark on the surfboard. Yep. He smacked him with another surfboard. And he knocked, oh. yes, and knocked that nigga back like, back like 20 feet. That was like a zoom he was holding. Mm-hmm. Yo, that shark is too big. Like, yes, nothing you can do with that. I thought that was Kim K when I first saw it. Shark nails are throughout time. They're knights. A black knight. Is that a black wizard? A black wizard knight. Oh, that's a shark that's all with electricity. That was Vivica Fox. Hold up, Vivica Fox is in this. Mm-hmm. In the, in the Cowboys. Oh, the British are coming. That was Ben Franklin. Okay. <laughs> Lasers. That was a laser. World's biggest disaster finally bites it. Lightning from a woman's hand. I know you all can't see this, but like the um metal shark. The 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 hell was that? Maybe that's how sharks evolved over the last twenty thousand years. The CGI associated with this is iPhone quality. Yo, that shit is terrible. My God, you look forward to this? This is this is I your love shit like this. This is this is why. Look, there's something wrong with me, and I was drinking soup. Oh <laughs> yes, no, look, this look, is all that condensed soup. Look, there's another thing I like about the holidays: Hallmark movies. Okay, dumb mo- motherfuckers is the best thing come for on, sliced come bread. Come on, come on. Like the Lori Laughlin, like the movie. cheesiest joints. Like like the elf on the shelf finds love in the mouth or something. I don't know. In but, the milk? I don't no, that's know. a different kind of home. <laughs> I know, it's like a porn. That's not homework. That's a bang bus. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But look, them just is hilarious. The acting subpar. Y'all find so much new shit about you. Like, you watch Sharknado and Hallmark movies. Yo, it's on Amazon Prime, all six of them, yo. Free. Oh, wow. Well, if you have Prime, it's not free because you're technically paying for Prime. But Sharknado, one, two, three, four, five, six. I actually think Prime should be given to everyone at birth. Um, yeah, because I mean, you know we only know we we're paying for something during that time of the year when it's just like here's your yearly fee 104 or whatever it is yeah but other than that we should just get social security numbers and an Amazon account at birth yeah I agree with you Sharknado and Hallmark you are a strange fruit let me tell you I'm just telling you man look bad acting look look hey look let me tell you on Sharknado 1 right this guy's with his girlfriend he does something in the helicopter. Now, mind you, the helicopter is clearly not in the air, okay? Because this joint is on the ground. Mm-hmm. He does something, and she falls out and gets eaten by a shark. His face is just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like, 
oh heavens, I lost my girlfriend. Oh, no, my girlfriend. And it was just like, oh no. And then they just kind of cut the scene, right? But then later on, when he jumps in her mouth, jumps in the mouth, she's he in cuts it. her out and she lives. How, how, how long was she was in there for like 30 minutes at least. But then he jumps in there with the chainsaw on. When he gets in, he turns the chainsaw off. Then he finds her like, hey, you okay? All right. You're still here? Then he like cuts her out. Now, mind you, there's like a thousand sharks. So the fact that he jumped in the one that she was in, then he cuts her out and they're like, oh my God, is she alive? Of course she's alive because this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. Because she was waiting for him. What the fuck do you mean? So then they try to do the suspenseful like, is she alive? Then she's like, (coughs) and then the boyfriend's there and is like, oh, yay. She's still alive. Oh, thank goodness. Where he probably was like, oh, shit, I need to delete these accounts. Yeah, I just started making. Change my status to. Uh, Yo, we're from, we're from single to it's complicated, it's complicated real complicated. fast. Like, oh, shit. Um, okay. Yo, horrible actor. Love it. Would you. I don't have any questions. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, Yo, the worse the acting, the better. That's, that's your jam. I love horrible acting movies. Yes. Like the CGI, like I'm talking like, don't even do like computer graphics. I want you to use paint and just draw squiggly lines. Like, <laughs> give me that. Like, oh no. And like, just have the actors that have no skills. Like you probably are a waiter during the day or some shit. And it's like, like most actors oh are. no, the squiggly line monster is gonna kill us. <laughs> oh heavens. And then they got that one person who maybe you hit the a low point, like screech or some shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. I'm here to save us all. He's all overacting. No, he's selling the shit out of it. You know, like he, he is making, he's like, yo, I'm trying to get back on top and he can't. <laughs> Bro, if you made six Sharknado movies, you're back on something. Ter- yeah. Terry Ian, is in all six. Ian Go- not Gosling. I'm going to say Ryan Gosling. Ian Ziegler. I don't know. The 90210. Yeah. Because he's in there. And then the other guy was in there. Then you got uh, uh, Al Roker. Vivica <laughs> yeah. Fox is Yeah, Vivica Fox. She's been in a couple of them. Vivica Fox went from two could play that game to Sharknado oh, six. 6. The IMDb, IMDb page, comical at that point. It absolutely is. We went from dating to Sharknado. What's the movie you can watch with the boob? I should have asked him his movie uh, types. Like, what's his, what's his favorite movies? He mentioned Ant-Man, but... He likes strong women. Two can play that game. Vivica Fox, Sharknado 6. See? It comes together. Yeah, we're going to figure this shit out. Man, we're going to figure this shit out. Sharknado. Six. It's about time. You are something else. <laughs> Got anything else for us, man? Any other news? <laughs> Except for watch Sharknado. Nope. That's it. Me either. So, um, we absolutely love and look forward to hearing back from you. So, please reach out to us. Email us at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 410-834-1562. And again, that's 410-834-1562. And we promise you either your email or your comment or your voicemail or whatever you do will appear in a future episode of the show. So in closing, I'd like to say two things. Enjoy life. And do whatever you want with that life, just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. Rocka, baka, 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 baka. <laughs> Man, I don't know what the fuck that was. But here we go. I wasn't told this on the first day I came and I had this, this black shirt on. 
And when you are close to the equator, the sun is the that sun just hits different. It's it's very different, and black is a very poor choice of shirt for that. Just sad. 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 sad.